0: Well, hello there, it is Dr. Siobhan. I am so delighted to be with you today. Let me tell you a couple of things first that may impact how this episode sounds. (laughs) So, I am currently traveling. I was um, attending a funeral of a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. Um, Her father passed away, and so, so much love in my heart right now for her and her family. So I am in my hotel room and it is the time of day where the housekeepers are cleaning rooms. So you may hear some vacuuming in the rooms next to me or some banging around. Don't be distracted. I am not distracted, which is why I was like, I'm still recording this podcast episode now because I want to get it out and I want to make sure it arrives to you on time. So that is that. And actually, as I think about the life of my friend's um, dad, one of the things that was said at his service yesterday by his son was so touching and it really exemplified how he lives his life. And I'm not going to remember the exact three questions that were offered, but I'm going to do my best to summarize and give you the essence of them. One question was really being willing to ask people, are you okay? Right? And I think this time of year, I think just with so many things going on in the world and even coming off of the suicide of a famous celebrity that I personally loved and appreciated um, twitch that you just never know what's going on with people even those closest to you we carry things well on the outside and we mask well on the outside and so being willing to just ask the question are you okay that was one question that was asked I think the other one was is there anything I can do to help you just really sit with that. Like how often are you thinking about and reaching out to people being of service, whether that's in your marriage or outside of your marriage? I think so much we become focused on ourselves and what we need and what we're not getting that we're not even looking outside to see like, how could I help you? And I find, especially because my whole entire profession is helping, that helping others makes me feel so much better, right? We are all spiritual, loving creatures, right? That's how God created us. And so it is our purpose. We are fulfilled when we are in service and helping other people. Um, And I don't remember what the third question is. My goodness, I really wish I did. I wish I I had written them down. Um, But I will get that third question and maybe send it out in an email to everyone. But it's something along the similar lines of just being there for people and asking and caring and using your words to demonstrate that. Because sometimes we might think it in our head but we don't actually say it out loud. So apologies for the cliffhanger there. (laughs) Um, But today I wanted to share with you some of the content that I delivered at a recent event I hosted virtually online called The Happiest Holiday. And that was an event that was inside the Marriage Upgrade which is my six-month coaching program for couples to help you communicate better, deepen your connection, operate um, better as a team, as well as improve your intimacy. And I added a couple of bonuses this year because I really just want to give my couples all of the support. And for me, Christmas in this time of year is my favorite time. And I love being happy around this time. And I know that if your marriage isn't going well or if you're just not feeling your best inside of yourself, that the holidays can be really tough because you have family there and you have to put on a show and you have to worry about who might hear you arguing or notice a weird dynamic. And there is a lot of sort of covering up and masking that happens. And so I wanted to provide a way and a resource and a support to help people actually genuinely have a happy holiday together. And so as I thought about some of that content and what was shared, I wanted to share it with you here on the podcast as well, whether you're in the program or not, but also get inside the program. (laughs) It is amazing. It is literally an amazing, amazing experience to come together with your spouse, have the conversations you have needed to have, you have wanted to have, but haven't had the tools to do so effectively. I remember one participant, it was a husband inside the call. He was like, yeah, this is the best time to be talking about these things. We're thinking them anyways, and we're not having the conversation. So what a great opportunity to have this structure and this guidance right to have the conversation in a very productive way and that was part of what we did in uh this evening there was lots of different moving parts we had a fun game we had appreciation exercises we had prizes all the things that you would imagine in like a holiday couples party so we did that and then we had some powerful teaching and coaching and Q&A and all of the things to really set them up on their way to having their happiest holiday. In addition, we are in the middle of a 21-day sprint, right? So this event happened on December 11th, and I really wanted to provide daily support for my couples so that not only what we did on the 11th, was powerful and impactful, but that they had the reinforcement literally every single day. Every single day, they're getting a mini coaching audio from me, which is just like seven minutes of power, seven minutes of reminding themselves of what they're here to do, what they want, what they're creating in their marriage and with each other. And the feedback that I've been given, we're only on day seven, has been like, just through the roof. People are like, this has helped me so, so much. And I'm so glad. So um, if you want this kind of help, I highly encourage you to join me inside the Marriage Upgrade. It is available for you. um, And I would love to have you be a part of this experience and get some of this in a deep, deep way as well. The website is or the link to learn more about the program is on my website, Dr. Um, Enrollment is currently closed, um, but just send me an email and I will add you to our wait list and then you'll know when enrollment is open and you should be first in line to get in. But I do want you to go to the website and take a look at the program so you can see all of the details, make sure it is exactly what you want because it is. I'll just tell you. It's exactly what you want, whether you know that by reading it or not. (laughs) This is a program that literally every single couple can benefit from. I think the world of it, not because I created it, but because it was given to me to put into this world. It is not like any other coaching program for couples that I've ever seen. And It is just a gift. It is a literal gift to your marriage. So take a look. And when you see all that's offered there and you want to beat down my doors and (laughs) tell me to let you in right away, that may happen. I'm in a very giving mood this holiday season. So we'll see. All right, for now though, I do want to talk to you about how to create your happiest holiday. And there are five steps in this process that I described. And then in the actual event, we applied them like there was work time, conversation time, exercise time, where we actually did exercises to help reinforce these concepts. So for now, I'm going to share with you the five steps. And then, of course, if you want more of my help applying these steps, come on inside the Marriage Upgrade and I will be happy to coach you more deeply on these things. So I'll tell you what they all are and then I'll dive into them specifically. So zooming out and thinking about your happiest holiday together as a couple or your happiest experience as a couple, right? Because you may be listening to this podcast outside of the holiday season, or you may come back to it time and time again because this information was so valuable for you. So step one is appreciating what you have. Step two is defining exactly what you want. Step three is believing you can create it no matter what your current obstacles are. Step four is doing your part to create it persistently and consistently. And step five is fueling your actions by changing your thoughts, not just using willpower. Okay, so let's dive into each one of those. I started with appreciation, right? So step one is appreciating what you have, because we don't do enough of it. There is literally no downside to looking at things from a positive lens of finding what's working of finding what you love and value and appreciate about each other there's literally no downside yet when things aren't perfect or when there's one aspect of your marriage that's not operating the way that you want it's so easy to get sucked in to this negative set of thought loops And focus only on what's not working. So in order to create your happiest holiday, your happiest experience in your marriage together, you have to really start noticing and appreciating what you already have. What is already working, right? And there's this very common quote that's something along the lines of what you appreciate grows right? It's sort of like I want you to think about your marriage is a garden and you can water it with appreciation or you can try to grow it with rocks, <laughs> right? Rocks of negativity. That's not going to produce a beautiful plant. You want to water and nourish your marriage with good thoughts and thoughts that are actually true. Appreciation is not about making up something that you don't even believe, right? Appreciation is about looking for what is real that you value. And sometimes we lose sight of that. So when you appreciate something, what happens is you enter into a more peaceful state. You feel much more sufficient, right? Things are not urgent, right? It's not like an emergency that you have this conversation, that you talk about this thing right now, because you can step back and see how there's so much good already to appreciate, okay? So that's step number one, appreciating what you have. Step number two is defining exactly what you want. Inside the event, I had people define what the happiest holiday looked like for them, right? And we all started out with like vague things of like getting along, spending time with family, creating good memories, having a beautiful you know, holiday together. That's all nice and fine, but you want to think about defining exactly what you want as a recipe or as a step-by-step instruction booklet. Because what I find is a lot of times people say like, oh, I want us to spend time together as a family. And one person's definition of what that looks like is very different than the other person's definition of what that looks like. Right. So for one person, spending time together as a family might mean waking up together, cooking breakfast together, eating together, doing some family activity. Right. Cuddled up on the couch, watching a movie, eating lunch together, dinner together, all going to bed together. Where for another person, right, spending time together as a family might mean having dinner together right? We all have different thresholds for connectivity, meaning what fills us up to feel connected and present with each other is different for each person. You may need your cup filled at a level 100 most of the time. Your spouse may need their cup filled at a level 60 most of the time, and they're happy. So you may just have discrepancies in what you're defining and what you think you mean when you say I want to spend time together or I want us to be present and engaged and focus on each other I want us to have family time you have to be very specific about what that means to you and literally define it right I want us to do these very specific things are you open to doing that now defining exactly what you want happens at two levels, right? There's one level that's you and what you want. (laughs) And then there's the level of what your spouse wants. And there's coming together to find how to create that as a couple, right? In the event, there was one couple where one partner wanted some alone time together, right? They were going to be around family a lot, but they were like, oh, let's have one night away, like let's get a hotel and let's stay together, just the two of us one night in this like 10 day family vacation with visiting relatives, right? And then the other partner wanted more ease when they're interacting with family, right? So we all have those family members that say like off the wall things and this partner wanted more like peace in those interactions, right? They didn't want anyone to like be upset or say something (laughs) that was challenging, right? It's just like, let's just be easy and like not pay attention to this one person who's gonna say these crazy comments, right? So your goals, even if they're not exactly the same on this, don't have to be mutually exclusive. Like you're not in competition with each other, but you do want to be very specific and you do want to make requests of like, hey, this is really important for me. This would really help to make our holiday time so much more pleasant, enjoyable, happy, fulfilling for me. Are you willing to do this? Right? And then they get to ask you, right? If you're the only one listening to this podcast you can invite them to ask you hey like i've been thinking about how to make a really great holiday for us like this, these are my ideas what are your ideas what would make things great for you right this is a two-way street it's not a monologue it's not a dictatorship okay so one of the ways that you can anchor yourself into defining exactly what you want and sensing if you're getting it is to think about three specific emotions you want to be feeling, okay? So when you think about being present with each other or having family time or having alone time, whatever it is that you want, how will you be feeling in that experience, right? So for me, mine is always like engaged, fun, family time. I will be feeling content I will be feeling grateful. I will be feeling appreciative. Those are my three emotions. And so part of creating what you want is you getting yourself in the zone to do that. And your emotions will direct you. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more when we get into step four. But for now, just think about what exactly do you want? And what are the emotions you want to feel when you have that experience, All right. Number three is believing that you can create it no matter what the current obstacle. And I'm going to say right now, probably the biggest obstacle for anyone in thinking about what you want moving forward and what would get in the way is what has happened in the past, right? Right you might say like oh i really would love for us to spend time together i would love for my partner to be really engaged and happy and in a good mood and the first thing your brain is going to tell you is the obstacle is like well it didn't happen last time didn't happen at thanksgiving didn't happen here right it's going to give you a receipt list of all of the holidays you've experienced where things didn't go well where you were frustrated with each other where you had an argument so you want to leave those things in the past and you want to focus your attention focus your belief focus your energy on the possibility that this time it could be different right and you can actually work with your brain and find an example of a time where it was different right back to one of the couples that was at this uh happiest holiday event they had, I think it was over the summer, they had had a family vacation and were visiting relatives as well. And they did have one night away, which is actually what spurred the desire of one of them to want to do that again. So you can use the past as a positive predictor of what's possible in the future, right? Because the truth is you got married because things were great at some point in your relationship. You were so happy together and so fulfilled together that you wanted to spend your life together. And so instead of only collecting the evidence of how it can't happen and how it didn't happen before, I want you to start looking at where it has happened, even if that's five, 10, or 15 years ago, and use that as evidence of like, we can get back there. We can be those two people again. And just focus on building your belief in what you want, right? So you want to tell yourself it is possible that what happened last year or last month doesn't have to dictate what's possible for us this week. And really start building evidence of how you can create that together as a couple. Step number four doing your part to create it persistently and consistently. So we're in this week, right, of Christmas and the new year. And I really want you to go all in on doing your part to be your best as a spouse and to create what you want in your marriage. And I want you to anchor in like, the feeling state of that. I want you to anchor into like, what is the energy I wanna be in, right? So I wanna be appreciative. I wanna be um, grateful. I wanna be happy. I wanna be light and relaxed and peaceful and accommodating and flexible, whatever those emotions are for you. I want you to commit to doing your part consistently and persistently. And that requires commitment. Right? Like the only way you achieve something that's kind of hard to achieve is you're committed to achieving it no matter the obstacles. Right? So that's why we had to work on belief first. Like you have to believe that this is actually possible for you in order for you to show up to do the things that are necessary to create it. So I want you to think about for yourself what are the things you would have to do in order to create an environment or create the dynamic that you want with your spouse? Just really sit and think about that. Like what is your work? I'm gonna give you a very specific example that I shared in the, in the event. And it's on the topic of communication. There's a couple that I'm working with inside the program, the Marriage Upgrade, who their goal is to have better communication. But notice that's very broad. They are specific. They have shared with me their goal is to disagree with respect, kindness, and a more grounded energy. I want you to think about if that might be a goal for you, too. It's such a good goal because you want to narrow down, like, what about our communication isn't working and what do I want it to be different, right? So they just know that, like, they can talk about a lot of things well, but when they disagree, it goes off. (laughs) So if we take the specific goal of disagreeing with respect, kindness, and a grounded energy, your role, right? And this is your role. I'm putting your, because it's for both of you, but like we're focusing on what you can do to create it, right? If this is a goal you have for your own marriage, some of the things you will be doing is calming yourself down before discussing something that's upsetting. You just have to do that. There's no way you can have a productive discussion about something you disagree with if you're not calm, so step number one in your action column is calming yourself down. Step two might be starting with your positive intention. Hey, listen, I want to talk to you about this thing. We don't agree with it, but I really want us to move forward. Or I really want us to find a way to get on the same page. That's your action, right? Then you're going to listen. That's another thing that's going to create better communication. You're going to be focused on listening to your spouse's perspective, without judging it. Even if you disagree on the majority of it, you're not going to judge it. They have a right to their thoughts and ideas. You're going to pause instead of interrupting, right? So disagreements only veer off when you interrupt each other and you talk over each other and you're trying to prove your point and you're not listening. So your part to create better communication where you can disagree with respect kindness and a grounded energy is to pause and not interrupt and not try to prove your point and not say something mean you get the point so you want to start thinking about what is your list of things that you need to do maybe if you want your spouse to like hang out with the family more you talk with him about that ahead of time but with so much love instead of criticism right like hey i love for us all to be together can we make sure that you know you get up at this time and that we're all here for breakfast or whatever vision you have for yourself of what you want okay that's number four doing your part to create it and then step five is fueling your actions by changing your thoughts, not just willpower. So going back to that example of how to create better communication, right? Let's just talk about listening to your spouse's perspective without judging it. <laughs> That's an action that you would take, but it's probably hard for you. It's hard for me sometimes. So what we do is we tell ourselves, I have to just do this. And it's sort of like we we're strangling ourselves to like do something that's so hard to do. And instead of trying to use willpower when you're triggered (laughs) and really disagree with them, I want you to change your thoughts instead. And this is something that we do a deep dive, like literally it's what we do in the marriage upgrade each and every call is helping you change your thoughts. It's not something that you're going to like immediately master in this one part of this podcast today, right? But I do want to plant the seed that part of why you're not creating what you want in your marriage, whether that is just, you know, disagreeing in a harmful way or not spending time together or not being kind to each other in the way that you want, behind whatever actions are taking place on your side and your spouse's side are your thoughts about each other, right? So you may have judgments about each other. You may have negative thoughts about each other that influence how you communicate, how you treat each other, how you interact with each other. And so part of what helps you show up better, right, to create what you want, is changing the way you're thinking about what's happening. Right, so you have to appreciate things, right, which was step one, but you also have to be willing to challenge the way you're seeing it, right? If you're disagreeing and your main thought is like, they're so wrong here, it's gonna be impossible for you to listen to them. But if you're disagreeing and instead of thinking they're so wrong here, you think they have a right to their own opinion. Right. Like just because we don't agree doesn't mean that I'm right and they're wrong. I'm right for me and my experience and maybe they're right for them and their experience. Right. So inside the program, I actually give you five foundational and anchoring thoughts that are exactly what you have to be thinking to create any positive result in your marriage. I don't even leave you to try to figure it out on your own. I just tell you, these are the thoughts to start thinking more often just to give you that jump start so you can make faster progress with changing your thoughts. Because a lot of times the people that I'm dealing with have been thinking the same bad things about each other and about their marriage for years. So coming up with new thoughts feels like a heavy lift. So I teach you how to do that inside the marriage upgrade. All right. So that's it. That is That represents the five steps to creating your happiest holiday. Appreciating what you have. Defining exactly what you want. Believing you can create it no matter what. Doing your part to create it. And fueling your actions by changing your thoughts. All right. I want to wish you an incredibly merry and wonderful Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate this time of year, I want to encourage you to really believe, really believe this is a magical, miraculous time of year and so much is possible for you but you have to get your brain on board with believing that what you want is on the way. You are in progress of creating it together. And I hope that these five steps to having your happiest holiday moves you so much closer. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll be with you next week. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13marriagebeliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.